So we're welcome into Below the Belt show for her second time. And she's an actress. She's a social media influencer. She's a viral sensation. The list goes on and on. She's freaking hysterical. And she's going to be our guest tonight and also a guest co-host for a portion of our show, guys. She's Amy Lejoie. Amy, good to have you back on BTB. Thank you for having me. Yeah. Yes. Good to be here. Yes, I, I mean it's. Been, I think it was July of 2020 when we're at the height of the pandemic, and now I, we're at the, like the the I guess the the downslope of the pandemic. Hopefully, back to some normalcy now. I'm vaccinated. Who here is vaccinated? I, I just tomorrow. Got, I get my first shot tomorrow. Yesterday, I made an appointment for my first mm-hmm. vaccine, so I'm practically there i feel yeah right. things have Just certainly make sure changed it's not johnson and johnson you know? no i'm i will uh, <laughs> oh, be getting Lord. moderna coursing yes. through my veins mm, um moderna. moderna moderna there's actually a funny meme and, and i actually posted it it's uh a photo of the rock as moderna Batista as pfizer and then the tattoo oh, yeah i did a toothless that. guy from, from Tiger. Tiger King as Johnson and Johnson. Yeah, yeah, it was hilarious. Yeah, I saw that too. It's, it's like it was. <laughs> I mean, you shouldn't get the Johnson and Johnson one anyways because it only has a seventy percent effectiveness rate. Actually, it one... was one. If if that was the only thing available, I would be very happy to get it. But giving giving other, like options. other options, yeah, yeah I, I'm, I mean, I'm totally cool getting two shots. <laughs> I mean, actually, only six people like they shouldn't have paused it. Yeah. It's six I mean, people. It's, it's not. Well, didn't they do the same with um, the vaccine in England? It was a similar issue where it was just yeah, like very few cases. And, yeah, yeah. yeah they, but I think they resumed it again, right? I think probably. They yeah. I mean, <laughs> I mean, what else are they going to do? I mean, yeah. it's just hysteria, really. I mean, six, like six people, I think, got ill, but and one died out of six million. I mean, that's not that bad, right? I mean, we have drugs that are killing people. Well, they said it's COVID. <laughs> they yeah. say it's the same as COVID. getting That's, struck by lightning. Yeah, That's it's the same chance. Yeah. Mm. A lot less people really had it in for that one person. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry to make a joke. Sorry. But you're right. It's 70% effective. Whoops. Oh. You broke everything. You I broke something. That's start, okay. Start over. One of the side effects of the Alex, Alex the fierce Alex the clumsy. Your motor functions. <laughs> so Amy, you're still being creative, uh, which we love uh, uh, since we last had you on. Which uh, your videos are just are just joy to watch, and just you know, um, there's so much fun. Um, the latest, uh, well, last time we had you on the show, you you um, just posted the shit background say, and since then you've done like every crew member you could think of. I'm um, getting there. Yeah, I, yeah. I'm definitely starting. To run out, but people are, uh, they message me and they want really specific things. So I'll, I'll keep going. If yeah. People still want to see these. The latest is shit gaffers say and it's shit producers funny. say. Mm-hmm. Um, and Jesse, you've done some work in the grip department, right? Uh, grip and electric. I do both. So how, how do you react, Jesse, to seeing Amy's videos? About oh, it's, it's accurate. <laughs> <laughs> it's accurate yeah if you, i heard um i can't i can't remember where it was i think it was like five or six years ago i was working on um yeah it was veep season four in baltimore and my boss paul postal who was the gaffer on that show he said the difference between a grip and an electrician is that a grip whenever they're on the show they're like oh man this is the easiest show in the world this is great 
If you're an electrician on the show, you're like, what the fuck am I doing with my life? God. <laughs> <laughs> because you're hauling cable all day long. Yeah. You're lifting all this heavy stuff. Grips have it like on easy street the whole time. <laughs> Grip is like the easiest department outside of like catering. So, you know. I'm sure the caterers would have a different opinion with that. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone hold thinks the, they have the hardest job. <laughs> I have the I hold the caterers in the highest. The caterers regard. think they're higher up in the totem pole than the than the than the extras. That's what I noticed. They um, <laughs> they treated me like shit. They were like oh. watching every piece of food that I was taking. I, they were like they were like totally watching me and trying oh. to like clock me for eating too much food. They actually <laughs> did a couple of times. I mean, they <laughs> oh. do now. Now that you can't get your own stuff from the crafty table, right? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, they're shady. You know, some of them aren't even legal, but they're still shady. <laughs> well, Amy, you, you actually are you working on? Jesus. <laughs> you actually uh, posted a really funny video called Hold for Love, where you talked about three different types of grips. Um, there's always the, yeah, hot, that was funny. the hot grip, <laughs> the creepy grip and the old grip. Uh, <laughs> that didn't even that didn't even want to be there. He's like, they're trying to me up. That was yeah, that funny. was my uh, my Valentine's special. Yeah. <laughs> Tell me these are based on actual grips or people that you've met. I'd say the one that's probably based on people that I've interacted with would be Creepy Grip. Uh, I mean, there's a reason why when I did my very first film crew um, TikTok that I did, I decided to just throw the word creepy in front of grip, (laughs) uh, (laughs) which I got a lot of backlash from until I started making more grip characters, just trying to say, not all grips. All the grips are creepier, <laughs> creeps in all departments. Um, yeah, and then some of them, um, having that initial backlash, that really made me think of like, okay, well, what what are some other characters that I've seen? And uh, yeah, just kind of took inspiration from that and uh, out came uh, the grip who's seen some shit. <laughs> just the guy who's <laughs> been doing this for over 40 years and right, knows right. everything, has seen everything, and uh, he's really the uh, veteran of the grips. Right. Um, and there, there really is always the, the, the token hot guy on set, whether he's a grip or somewhere else. I've certainly mm-hmm. have been on small <laughs> film I noticed, sets. I, I noticed that, like, at least 50% of, like, the crew is, like, really hot, like... <laughs> Athlete, yeah, like they hire <laughs> people. For, That's they, hire, yeah. they hire them for their looks, you know. Every except you know, you're gonna female. be working together for weeks, months, maybe close to a year. You're gonna have to look at each I, other. But, mm-hmm. well, wait, the men are hot. The women are usually not. Well, Oleg, I mean, <laughs> and I'm not saying it just because I'm gay. They, the, for some reason, the women in the industry that work in the production side, like. They're not exactly like. I don't think that's very fair. Supermodels. That's <laughs> not <laughs> true at all. It's a mixed bag all around for men and women. <laughs> yeah. No, men are definitely hot. I don't know why, but they're all hot. Well, gay. <laughs> of course you're gonna you say that. that. <laughs> I swear I'm not biased. <laughs> I would say otherwise. Um, one of my favorites is the shit casting directors say because. They they have to be sometimes very brutally honest, and those are the types of crew members that can talk a lot of shit. So I, I'm really glad that you, quote unquote, kind of exposed casting 
directors. I mean, uh, I mean, I mean, imagine all the things that that is said in a, in a casting office. And oh my God! Well, I used Oleg, to, Alex. I, I know yeah, you. I used to work for Pat Moran, and oh my God, the shit she would say about the actors. The shit. Oh yeah! Oh yeah! Yeah, I've heard. I mean, they we would trash you, we would tear you to pieces. We had like yeah, you like really mean, condescending nicknames. I mean, Mm. they called. I think they called actors like what did they call them? Like meat puppets or something? Oh wow! Yeah, they need hidden cameras. They are. Yeah, (laughs) I mean, they're only nice to you when they need you to like fill that slot. You know? Yeah, that that video only, didn't yeah. do as oh. well as my others, just because uh, a lot of people who have been sharing my videos are people who are actually on a set, and casting mm-hmm. directors are part of the pre-production, you know, before Correct. people actually yeah. even get to set, uh, and... For some people, it was very eye-opening to see uh, what some actors, I mean, actors like we we know, you know, <laughs> every time you go on an audition, you never know what you're gonna get. Right. Um, yeah, but there were some people who said like, wow, I had no idea. This is so interesting. And some people, you know, they couldn't relate to it. <laughs> like, well, I, I've interacted oh. with these other crew members, but they just don't interact with casting directors at all. So it wasn't as popular. But I'm, I appreciate that you guys liked it because I was definitely me being primarily an actor. That's something that I certainly had related to <laughs> the most. Well, um, you said on the last time we had you on that you're pissing off one crew member at a time have you have you gotten any negative um you know uh inquiries uh regarding oh something? i always every video you know people like <laughs> you forgot this or you okay I don't know, like, <laughs> we would never do that but for every comment there's you know a dozen other ones that say the exact opposite of i say that all the time or mm-hmm. uh, like i've had women oh god this was i don't know this might have been about about my background one or it was one where someone was calling for, um, it was like union background. I only want union background. And this woman actually messaged yes. me and she's like, I have been a background wrangler for 20 years. And that has n- like literally never happened. Like that doesn't oh, happen. So and I said, what? okay, well, this one set that I was on, it was a big question. Yeah. And me being the non-union person, this actually, I was trying to be nice about it. And then she was like, oh, okay. I was like, you took the effort to message me. <laughs> Did this perturb you that much? <laughs> Wasn't that on uh, Wonder Woman? On Wonder Woman 2, it was like it was all union background crew? Yeah, yeah. I actually worked on that set, um, Jess. Um, they I mean, actually, so did I. But they no. started tap heartling tons of, of actors, background actors, and... For a lot of those background act- actors, it was the first time being on set. These are like a lot of newbies. Yeah. So they were, so a lot of these newbies were getting like uh, SAG eligible from these oh, Taft Hartleys, which was so wild. Awesome. If you're wondering where all the money went on that movie, that's where it went. Is that where it went? <laughs> wow. It clearly didn't go to the visual effects department. <laughs> I mean, it's not like they had an extra 18 months to finish the visual effects, clean up the edit, finish the music. That's just crazy. Yeah. <laughs> why, why did they? Why did they have all uh, background be all um, union? They just didn't meet their quota. So if they don't meet their quota, they have to yeah. Taft Hartley oh, okay. or upgrade or Taft Hartley these these actors. Because there were so many crowd scenes, so many like crowd mm. scenes, like especially when DC is being destroyed. There was so many extras. They just needed everyone they could get. And if they don't meet their quota, they're going to upgrade these people. 
That's yeah. basically what happens. Well, I bet all those people were very, very happy, and I am jealous. <laughs> <laughs> you're SAG eligible, yes? I'm not. I only no, have two not. credits. Yeah, I'm hoping they just changed. Okay. Uh, I haven't looked uh, really in depth into it, but um, I think SAG after added a uh, influencer clause or something. It just yeah. and so mm-hmm. I'm hoping there's a chance for me with that to get that third credit and then oh yeah, you know, I, fork I, over I, the three thousand dollars. <laughs> I heard about that. Some actors are not too thrilled, but other like social I media think it makes like, sense oh. though because um, as my minimal experience now of being an influencer, you know, I get paid to make advertisements. Right. Mm-hmm. And I'm doing all of the work. I'm filming everything. Right. I'm editing everything. I have to get script approval. Um, I'm the creative yes. force behind all of it, uh, which is more than someone who just as an actor getting hired to do a, you know, one day on a commercial shoot. I think it's it's a growing field, um, and I think it's good that they accepted that. I mean, I think we also have. Well. I, I don't think they're just going to let anything qualify. <laughs> I think you have to show right. Through. Right. This is why I got paid to do it. This is because everyone would start making own. It's just like I buy your skincare line and posting (laughs) a little photo. I don't think that's going to cut it. (laughs) (laughs) Well, there's certain qualifications, certain number of followers, the the production quality. I'm sure, Mm -hmm. you know, because anyone could just post a uh, a video, but would it be viral? Number one, would you know, would would get any traction? Would people see it? I mean, there's a lot of factors, I guess, to go into that. But with you, Amy, my gosh. I mean, thousands and thousands and thousands of views on your videos. You millions. must be so proud. Millions. <laughs> more, more than millions? Millions. Millions. Most of it's thousands. <laughs> <laughs> that is impressive. Absolutely. Now, yeah. not only are you doing the, uh, the um, shit background say, shit gaffer say, et cetera, et cetera, um, you, you've been doing some Mitch McConnell impressions. Uh, I've, I've been, <laughs> I thought those are pretty spot on. Thank you. Those are other ones that didn't do as well. I really thought, yes. I, I think when I put them out, I think people had just been so burned out over the last four or five years of people all of a sudden being obsessed with everything politics. And I think I think I posted the first one um, not too long after um, the election. And I think at that point, people were just like, I don't even want to look at another political figure. <laughs> even though I was like, this one's right. still so we should probably pay attention to him and how horrible he is um, i want to see your mitch mcconnell um are we allowed to see it here right here <laughs> yeah <laughs> well i could do there's a lot of makeup involved too there is I, do you guys you actually got, is this turned into a video that you guys do or is it just uh, audio <laughs> well we did we did post the one video that you you were a part of uh, uh, last year that's that's actually very good. Yeah, that's actually very good. I don't know. Good. I have to get the neck too. Oh, oh god. god. <laughs> that's great. Yeah. Is that an impression, or are you need... having a stroke? You don't even need makeup. <laughs> yes. <laughs> that was absolutely perfect. I loved it. I loved thank it. you. Yeah, I would like to do more Mitch McConnell videos. Uh, I think once people, uh... <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> He he was fun to do. It's it's definitely uh he's such a horrible person. Yeah. <laughs> Can you so, do Nancy so he's to make fun of? What do you do Nancy any Pelosi? other yeah, Nancy Pelosi or any other political figures that you do um, personally? Not any other political figures yet. Uh impressions are something that I do want to get uh into more. Uh there are only a few I could really do. 
well. And uh, I think once my video started getting traction, I would get a lot of comments of like, oh, I could see you on SNL or you could have your own sketch show. And I thought and I know some people who have gone through the audition process with SNL. And I know it's like, you know, they of course they want original characters, but impressions are key. So that's something um, I mean, Mm -hmm. if anything, it's like, okay, maybe no one really uh watched my mitch mcconnell videos in mass but maybe someone else someone else could see them just happen to look at my profile and that's just another character to add to my arsenal (laughs) (laughs) of weird men that i dress as (laughs) yeah it's you actually because you remind me of uh kate mckinnon because kate can can tackle men (laughs) because you did the aunt bev which is an older woman and of course um kate mckinnon uh, did Rudy Giuliani? So you, you, you there's a lot of pa- similarities with you and, and Kate McKinnon. I think. I mean, yeah, I, I really admire her. So yeah, yeah, I, yeah. People compare me to people I idolize. I, I really, really take it to heart. So thank you. <laughs> yes, betraying men. I mean, you know, you, I mean, you. It's a hot grip. You had armpit hair going on. Thank I mean, you. Yeah, for noticing that. Okay, <laughs> we need to talk about my armpit hair because was that I, legit or a merkin? It was legit. I oh my goodness. You know, we're in a panorama here, and I'm (laughs) single, and it's winter, and I was like, I've grown my armpit hair out before for another character, like before all my videos went viral, and I, I do it for. It's not something that I normally have in my daily life. However, I think it's just another double standard towards Mm -hmm. women. You know, it's like women have hair there, and if women want to grow their armpit hair out you do it and but they get shamed by men and women some women think it's gross too and i thought you know i'm playing a dude are we playing the hot grip he's got a tank top on it's just something else Mm -hmm. to add to the character and building up to uh filming that video and putting it out i already in my head had all this stuff i was like i know i'm gonna get so much shit from people saying like is that your real armpit hair? That's so disgusting. And I had in my head like this big rebuttal I was going to post about like, you know, let women do what they want with their bodies. And, you know, I was going to be a hero and so brave for showing my armpit hair. I had this whole thing planned out. No one said anything. <laughs> and I thought people either think that it's fake. <laughs> they're already I wasn't sure. Or I people are nicer than I thought they would be, which is not something I would normally think of with people on the internet <laughs> i mean it looked real so i will applaud your Thank you. uh, dedication dedication i for one like i don't know i just i guess maybe it's just been ingrained in me so like i don't like it on myself but i would never be like ew like yeah, I, why are you doing that you know what i mean because I, I know other women who do it after filming that video yeah so i yeah. thank you for the dedication to it thank like you. that and that, ladies and gentlemen, is a real actor. Yes. Very good. <laughs> Until we get better at applying uh, fake hair, I need to... Uh, I thought I'm investing like in some that. actual, like, movie-quality beards instead of just yeah. them on, but... Yeah, you should like, what do you that makes it on? funny. But that makes it funnier, I think. Like, the drawn-on. Is it just mascara, or uh, what do you use? Uh, eyebrow pencil. Eyebrow pencil. Okay. Sometimes, sometimes I have a little sponge with some dark makeup to kind of get the stubble look. Yes, the five o'clock shadow look. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's the <laughs> hot grip look. But thank you, you know, for noticing the armpit. <laughs> well, I think it would be funny if you had the armpit character hot grip in a Bumble Bums episode. 
I mean, if someone had an actual date with uh, a hot grip, I could have. As far as the bubble bumps go, I was pretty strict with it. It had to be at least based on actual events. Yes. And if you haven't seen Amy's show on YouTube, it's awesome. It's Bumble Bums. Uh, It's all about dating fails. A lot of it based on real dates you have been on or some of your friends have been on or some of your viewers have been on, right? Mm -hmm. Exactly. Yeah, we got some submissions, some of the other cast and crew members, uh, but it definitely started with my own, and many are my own. (laughs) (laughs) And it's an interesting time for dating during this pandemic, isn't it? It is. Uh, I have not been on dating apps for several months now. Um, I did just this week apply to be on the celebrity dating app, Raya. Okay. And I'm on the way. I didn't even realize that was a thing. So I also applied to be on that months ago, and I'm also on the wait list. I, was like, <laughs> and I, I read up on it. It Hello? said you could take anywhere from a day to months to get okay. approved. Okay. So I think the fact that they didn't just outright reject us is a promising sign. <laughs> well, I have friends in New York that are on it, and like okay. my friend is a re- like she's a real estate agent. Like she's cute. But she said something about how it was a lot of, um, what did she say? Like, she said that she thought it was based, like, on occupation. And I'm like, but you're in real estate. Like, should I have, like, I was like. What are the qualifications? I don't, it's the celebrity one. And I was like, hello, if anyone should be dating a celebrity, it should be me. (laughs) (laughs) Just saying. Yeah, I'm, I'm ready for it. Um. Some of the things I was reading about it, it said, this is how they described their own app. It said something like, to get approved, like, we think of it as getting a uh, a guest list for a dinner party. Like, who are interesting people you would like to have at, at your dinner party? And that's, that's how it's, it's something that you could add to this app. And I host amazing dinner parties. Like, forget being on the guest list. Like, I will host this. Yeah. Okay. Themed dinner. I totally see you doing that. Cocktails. Okay. Yeah. So theoretically, what celebrities would you swipe right on this dating app? Which (laughs) ones? I mean, my friend told me that one of the guys from SNL was on there. (gasps) Like, I can't remember his name, but um. She was like, yeah, he swiped right on me and we were like, gonna, we were supposed to go out or something. But I was oh, like, wow. was it really him? And she's <laughs> like, really yeah. Is it a good idea, though, to like, for like non-celebrities to hook up with celebrities like yeah, that? To, it's to also, mingle with the commoners? Yeah, I mean, is yeah. it good for the commoners, too? I mean, <laughs> I mean, I don't, so. don't they Another just get thing, like used? I would just think they would just get used for sex or something. Well, I think here's your NDA you need to sign, and then we move Yeah, forward. I know you're, you can't take screenshots on the app. So if you have, like, some oh. crazy conversation, oh. I know, like, Tatum was supposedly on there at some point. You can't take screenshots and send them to your friends. I bet Chris Dalia uh, would be on that. But then if you had yeah. another phone, you could take a picture I know. of that oh, phone. Believe me, I've already thought about this. See, yeah, yeah, see. See, wow. women, uh, we think of everything. We will find Which- out. Which we celebrities like would you swipe right at, Amy? Uh, I can't imagine him being single, but Colin Farrell for sure. You've mentioned yeah. him before. You've I would, current, current Colin Farrell or 
older, younger Colin Farrell. Any era Colin All Farrell. All of them. Even his crazy, like, coked out Colin Farrell. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And now his, like, self-reflective jokes about right. being a previous coked out Colin Farrell. Yeah. <laughs> I, I kind of have to agree with her, yeah. I love him. Um... I really have to see who was on there. Uh, I have a friend. So w- when you apply, uh, it, it's a, you could sync your contacts. And one way that can help you get approved is if you already know someone that's on there. And I know one woman who is another actor and comedian that I know. Um, she was on there. And so I went ahead and clicked her as being my reference. And I messaged her. I said, hey, like, you know, I don't know what's on your end, but if I really want to be on this app, if you could somehow get me approved or whatever they say, like, vouch for me. Like, mm-hmm. I'll bet you, buddy. And she's like, oh, yeah, like, I'm on here. Like, I don't I, I don't really go on there anymore. And she's like, I got on there because I, uh, I heard Demi Lovato was on there and I just really wanted to fuck Demi Lovato. Like, oh, wow. Okay. I don't know if that ever ended up working out for her. <laughs> but uh, there's, there's a mixed it. bag of people that are on there. I think it's also people who are in the industry. I read one thing too that was like, you could have 500 followers, but if you're an interesting DJ, you might have a chance of getting on there. Oh, okay. So who knows? But let's, it's worth a shot. And Morgan, one day we'll, we'll get on there. I, right. I have faith that we will yeah. be uh, <laughs> yeah, from the list. <laughs> I wonder if I right. have the, I wonder if I have the poll to get on there. Try it. <laughs> I'm literally the only bloodshot cosplayer, so I think that has to stand for something. So. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I mean you would think. I, I don't know. That's I mean, the type. That movie probably hurt it, so I probably should. <laughs> uh, certainly there well, could be people into that. Well, um, I think this is a good time to shift to everything in the world of entertainment. Amy, uh, since you are a pop culture enthusiast, you you have your own show called Book Club for Movies. Um, so I figured we should talk about everything going on in the world of movies. So Oscars! <laughs> like the Oscars and things like that, right? The Oscars oh. are in a few weeks, and I'm so excited. I still Jesse. need to see The Father. That's the only... Um, film that's up for Best Picture that I haven't seen yet, but I've seen all the other ones. My pick is... What, what, are, what are the other ones? I don't uh, even know. Sound of Metal, Mank, uh, Trial of the Chicago 7, uh, Nomadland. Mm-hmm. I think there's seven or eight nominees. And then The Father... Uh, Rainey's Black Bottom? Yes. Um, I don't pieces, know if it was pieces of a Woman? Oh, um... um Promising oh, Young Woman. Uh, uh, Judas and the Black Messiah. That one's nominated for Best Picture. Okay. Promising um, Young Woman or no? That's yes. only. I think that one's nominated for Best Picture. Okay. Too. Yes. Uh, yeah. So I have I've seen, seen all those except none of these. For the Father. Same. I haven't seen well, any. A lot of them are available streaming. Exactly. Uh, which yeah. is really, really nice. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, I'm watching like five movies a week for my podcast, Al. Okay. <laughs> It's hard. I having my movie talk too. I I completely understand how if if you have like I, I'm already watching all of these movies. It's hard yeah. to add in right. um, to your yeah. just regular viewing. So I I totally get that. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I saw Hank and the Trial of the Chicago Seven. And yeah, I saw them both on Netflix. I, yes. I wasn't really crazy about either, to be honest with you. Mank had nice cinematography. Of course, the art direction. And I like Amanda. She, yeah, it had nice love you in costumes. Love Amanda but, Seyfried. And I like Amanda She's Seyfried. There was something about it that was kind of like really too comfortable. dry. Like it just it wasn't. That's David Fincher. That's just David Fincher. <laughs> yeah. It's just. But, it, I I think David Fincher has admitted he's on the spectrum. Like 
Asperger's or autism or something. So he directs movies with like very intentional direction, like multiple, multiple takes. Yeah. Like, oh, God, 30 takes to get like somebody picking up a glass. It's just like, wow, it's his movies don't really have that emotional connection for me. I've kind of like I admire his technical direction, but as like a getting me invested on a personal level, I'd prefer a film with more heart to it. That's not a technical masterpiece than a technical masterpiece. That's just kind of soulless. He's got a hit or miss for me. Um, Everybody loves Fight Club. I I grew out of it because I'm not a teenager anymore. (laughs) (laughs) Brad Pitt's hottest movie. (laughs) You can't say you're anti-corporate when the movie's made by Fox. (laughs) Well, I got some news on some uh, upcoming blockbusters getting released. Of course, Tom Cruise's. Top Gun Maverick, and Amy, I'm glad you added Tom Cruise to your film crew video <laughs> about uh, cursing who's off the, people for the not wearing their mask. The, who's the guy that does the Tom Cruise impressions? He was on Corridor Crew at one point. Okay. <laughs> yeah, he does like perfect spot on impression. It just okay. it sounds exactly like him. I don't know who it is, but yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I am excited for Top Gun 2. Um, I actually did do one day of background on that here in San Diego. You did? Awesome. I did. Wow. It was a huge scene. You're not going to see me in it. It was like a funeral scene. I didn't even know where the cameras were. It was like, there's, you're not going to see me. Um, but it was a really, really fun day. And um, the original Top Gun is ridiculous, but... <laughs> People love it, and certainly people in San Diego. It's one of the few blockbuster movies that has been filmed here, and it was really nice that they came back to San Diego yes. to film so much of the sequel. Um, yeah, but it was it was an all star cast day. Jerry Bruckheimer was there, who I was like, oh, Jerry Bruckheimer. Did Jerry Bruckheimer film? I guess. I mean, he was yeah. there. <laughs> Is it? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but it's I'm really okay. looking forward to seeing that. And that was a few years ago. I mean, it got postponed um, with yeah, the pandemic, the but yeah. it already, when we were filming it, was going to be coming out a few years later. It was so far ahead where some of us were joking. We're like, we could be dead by then. <laughs> like, yeah, oh, it got pushed happen? from July to November. So we've got to wait till November of 2021 to yeah. see Tom Cruise back yeah, really as Maverick. Is it the director Christopher McQuarrie who does all the Mission Impossible movies now? I'm not sure. I'm not sure who the director was there. It was a little hard to figure out. Because exactly. if that's the case, it's going to be a decent movie at least because he's very good. I well, like those Mission the, Impossible films. I will say the scene that I um, was a part of, I'm not going to go into too many details, but let's just say it was a funeral scene. NDA, of course. Oh, <laughs> that we, means you... Oh, yeah, you, know a, you know a certain character that dies. I do. Which I'm not oh. going to say that, even though I didn't have to sign an NDA, I don't think. Is it Miles um, Teller because he has a very Well, no, no. She's not going to say anything. But I'll just say this. As far don't as, have her tell it. On now, I can't show. speak for the rest of the film. It's only the one day of background that I did. But yeah. we, you know we filmed at Fort Rosecrans, uh, which is a military cemetery in San Diego at Point Loma. Mm-hmm. And... It was very surreal to be standing on this cliff with, like, it was a large funeral scene. They had people dressed in, of course, their military uniforms. All of the cast members were there. And they had a blue angel fly over us. Wow. Many, many wow. times with the going on. That's so that cool. was real. When you watch that scene, that is actually real. They gave everyone earplugs. This thing was just, like, hundreds of feet above us. Uh, and we're all watching this beautiful sunset there in silence. Uh, felt like we were at an actual military funeral. 
So hopefully uh, they will continue with their practical effects and stunts that they did. Uh, How some really cool. Pilots. Awesome. Wow. You know some juicy stuff. <laughs> wow. Uh, uh, be, just being on that set. Well, uh, one day. <laughs> and of course, I know. You, all the secrets in one day. It's amazing, right? Um, just released is the trailer for Fast and Furious 9. F9. <laughs> Jesse, wow. I know, I know you're excited about this. I, I, I don't like these movies. I, I just they're rocketing. I, I, I like dumb cinema, but that's just <laughs> brain dead to me. I just, they're going into space. They're going uh, into space because everyone was what? joking about it. I thought that was a joke, but and no, then they didn't. And they, they actually, they actually are going to rocket a car into space. Can you <laughs> let's go back and re, let's revisit the original The Fast and Furious? Okay, right. and I thought that was a solid, yes, Hollywood movie. I'm I was a big Paul Walker fan, and yeah, you know, it's, it's got fun uh, street racing point. scenes, and it's fun, like okay, yeah. the it was real. World. We're yeah, like in high look, school, we saw look it. what yeah. has become. Yeah. It's all superheroes. In the next one, at some point, even... point out that in the original movie they were just stealing DVD players. I will get very angry. <laughs> yeah, stealing well, from the truck. John Cena, it was revealed in the trailer, is now playing Vin Diesel, Dom's brother. Oh, so Cena! That, yeah. John, I, yeah so that's an interesting twist. I saw a few more of them. I definitely... I, too Fast, Too Furious is when it started getting ridiculous. Was that, that movie? Which one was that? That was that one. We were in one? Miami, and uh, I don't think Vin Diesel is in that one. I don't no, even. I think I saw maybe two and three, maybe, and then that I. I think I went up that's to it. four or five. I didn't see Tokyo Drift because Paul Walker wasn't in it, and of I know. Of course. Yeah, I remember hearing <laughs> about that one. One, but... two, and three are like the most disconnected you could ever make for a franchise. They're barely connected. <laughs> yeah. It starts with four. Yeah, if you start at four, it's basically like, yeah, you need to start there. I think that's I think that is on the chopping block for film rescue because it's the most boring. Ooh, um, okay. until, until you get to Hobbs and Shaw, that's the most boring. Oh, okay. It's two and a half hours of people just talking. There's almost no action in the movie. Has anyone seen Godzilla vs. Kong? The number yes, it's uh, fun. It's stupid, but it's fun. Not it's yet. stupid fun? Yeah. Okay. Still the number Between one movie. movies, they created anti-gravitational technology to fly through the hollow Earth. Oh. Who gives a shit? <laughs> Who cares? It's great. You get, there's four I mean, I'd fights. See that. Four yeah, fights with I'd, Godzilla I'd and Kong. They gave you what you wanted. What but, year does it take place in, approximately? It's like, like a few years from now. Okay. Okay. Does that matter? Yeah, not too distant. Well, it I, matter. Mean, I was thinking the last, the Peter Jackson King Kong. I was like the Great Depression, and then you're like, what's this oh, technology? Yeah. Oh no, that's that's just, just a remake of the original King Kong. That's not connected to anything. Like right. That. <laughs> no, that's not connected to anything. <laughs> Kong basically starts with Kong Skull Island. They made him bigger just so they could yeah. have him fight Godzilla. So, I got yeah. some news on the DC movies. Why? Lucy Liu signed uh, on to be uh, in the Shazam movie playing Calypso. And Jesse, you're a comic book aficionado. What do you know about Calypso? Nothing. Okay. <laughs> I don't read Shazam. Nothing. Okay. I, I, the number of Shazam books I've read, I can count on one hand. Okay. okay. I, I, not much. So. <laughs> but nonetheless. Not, I, I liked the first Shazam movie. It was their first attempt to get away 
from mm-hmm. the Snyder stuff, and I liked it. Um, okay. Thankfully, the Snyderverse is dead. Thankfully, thank God. <laughs> but uh, uh, I don't agree with that, Jess. But no. <laughs> oh. I love the Zack Snyder cut. Okay. I'm sorry. I love it. it. Was, for me, it was a <laughs> five out of ten. For me, it was a five out of ten. I even said this on yeah. Film Rescue, and I did fix the movie by basically just throwing the whole movie out. Um, I was a five out of ten, and then I saw when. Godzilla vs. Kong was coming out, all the Snyder fans were review bombing Godzilla vs. Kong just to say, re- say uh, res- resurrect the Snyderverse or restore the Snyderverse. Yes. Yes. At that point, I was like, you know what? You assholes, fuck it. It's a 3 out of 10. Just on principle, it's getting oh, come on because of you guys. You got what you wanted and you still can't stop. Anyone else see the Snyder cut? Want to chime in? I, I thought it was great. I thought it's it was great. It's got it was a lot recovered. Of, it was completely got, recovered from yeah, it's a, it's Josh Whedon's yeah. yeah, Nazi takeover of, of, of the film. Yeah. So, um, I like when the Flash saved everybody. That was cool. That that was cool. That yeah. was definitely a highlight. It's, and um, speaking of Shazam, Black Adam is now in production. Is Dwayne, Dwayne Johnson just posted on Instagram. And uh, that. yeah, it's Black. The, it's the. Uh, was it the arch nemesis of Shazam? No, he was the er- he was the earlier uh, version of Shazam that failed and yes. was and fell That's out of grace. So he's trying to you know get back into a good a little grace. redemption arc. Yes. Redemption arc, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, I'm they're excited. very much they're still kind of at odds with each other. <laughs> I can't wait for the next Batman movies. Are Mostly, you a, you're a Rob Pattinson fan. You must be. You must be a Rob Pattinson. Fan. I I like him. I'm not obsessed with him. Who yeah. I am obsessed with. Is Colin Farrell. <laughs> the, <laughs> penguin. the penguin. Oh, so where is he? Okay. To see what he. Uh, oh my god. I think Did he's so awful in it. I'm so excited. <laughs> that with all the prosthetic makeup that Colin has, he kind of looked like Richard Kind, and people are saying. Wait, there photos why didn't you just that? hire Richard Kind? <laughs> and people yeah. were like, "Why didn't you just hire exactly right hire yeah. Richard Kind because." He looks just like Colin Farrell <laughs> with all that prosthetic makeup. Yeah. There's actually a picture. Hey. With, there's a picture of Richard Kind next to Colin Farrell as the penguin. Yeah. And you can see I him. haven't. Oh would my you, god. Would you agree oh, with that, Amy? I didn't know that there were photos of him yet, and I'm looking at them now. Oh, I yes. haven't seen them. Look at that. Oh. Oh my god. Well, the trailer so, has like brief glimpses so of penguin. I haven't watched the trailer. <laughs> Oh, you haven't? Oh, well, no. it's, it it's actually looks like an oh, actual detective movie, which makes me happy. Yeah. They've never really done it. Like, he's supposed to be the world's greatest detective. Well, detect something. Like, <laughs> every movie is detect just him punching something. people. And I, I love, I love, 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 love the new Batmobile. It's oh, just a muscle man. car. It's Colin just Taylor. a car with a jet engine in the back of it. It's just to get him from point A to point B. <laughs> I hate it when the Batmobile is a tank. You're a ninja. Quiet. Yeah. Quiet. <laughs> well, they might. They should just call that the bat tank. They shouldn't call it the bat. Yeah, tank. like when bat they show tank. when it shows up at the very end of the Snyder cut, I was like, wait a minute, that thing is as big as a building. That Ooh. doesn't even fit on city streets. <laughs> Are you trying to level the playing field literally? <laughs> like, okay, literally. There. Yeah. It's oh like my god, they made they made big. him look they made him look ugly. Colin, yeah, that's a thing. Yeah. Attractive. They're that's making cool. Colin not handsome. How do you feel about I, that? I love that. Okay. That's, that's why it's kind of like the that sh- that monster Charlie Theron, right? I love yeah. when he's willing 
to look unattractive. That's something that makes mm-hmm. him very attractive to me. Like him and horrible bosses. Yes. Have you ever seen him in the lobster? Of course. Yeah, he he's, he's got that <laughs> big gut. Everything. He's he's got that big gut. He's all pudgy and he's like so depressed and he's always slouches his shoulders. He looks so sad and pathetic. I love him so much. He's so good. Oh, that was a I'm very so underrated good. movie, by the way. The but it's not that he just I looks attractive. He doesn't even look. Like, he doesn't look like himself. He looks like a different person. I know. That's, that's I mean, good. I give credit to Colin Farrell here, but also clearly the makeup team. My God, yeah. yeah he, I really. I don't even know if I would have recognized him. Reminds me a bit of um, movie. Reminds me a bit of uh, Joseph Gordon-Levitt and Looper. They made him look like Bruce Willis, the young Bruce Willis. Yes. Oh, yeah. Okay. Reminds me of that. It's like you don't, you kind of look like him, but not really. Yeah. Hmm, oh, okay. so excited! Yeah. Interesting. That's that's the only DC knowledge that I know. <laughs> uh, that's quite all right. Um, well, Dave Bautista's got a sci-fi adventure coming out uh, called Universe's Most Wanted. Of course, he also has on Netflix Army of the Dead. Zack Snyder, your your favorite filmmaker. I, I, I saw the trailer that? for it, and I was like, you know what? He's back in his wheelhouse making schlock. Yeah, it looks pretty good. It's, it's fine. Long, it's he... just, but there's two things I'm happy about. One, okay. he's pulled all the political stuff that he tried to put into the DC movies out. It's just a zombie action movie. Yes, I agree with that. Two, he pulled out the really nasty stuff that the zombies would do, I think at the request of Netflix. You know what the zombies used to do? They didn't just kill you and eat you, they raped you. Jesus fucking Christ. What? Yeah. That's the thing. The the walking was dead zombies. Pull, it was requested to pull that out. And he did. <laughs> Wait, when did zombies rape people? In Zack Snyder's original script of <laughs> Army of the Dead, they, they, oh, they did that. I see. Oh, yeah. Okay. It was requested to pull that out, probably because you uh... can't show that. Because um, the undead lives. Well, one, it makes no sense because they're zombies. They have no blood flow. How do they get erections? And they're un- and they're undead. <laughs> yeah. and, number and that two, would be ne- necromancy. No, number two, what is just, it? Hold on. Necrophilia. It's just nasty. That's, like you don't need that in a movie like that. Right. It's the Me Too it, movement. Well, look at every movie. Anybody. Every movie Zack Snyder's ever done, there is some form of rape, and it's really oh. gross to me. Every movie he's ever done. Like, the Sucker Punch literally ends with a rape scene, and it's really gross. Well, he pulled that out, no pun intended, of <laughs> the Snyder Cut. Uh, God damn it, I'll just stop right Poor there. Poor taste. Next thing, next thing. Uh, but, but Batista's next movie, <laughs> that's not on Netflix, is called Universe's Most Wanted. Very cool premise. <laughs> a small town gets a big surprise when a spaceship carrying the universe's most wanted and dangerous criminals crash lands in their backyard. Wow. That sounds like a premise I've heard before. Yeah. yeah. It's like the Guardians of the Galaxy what? got that, where I guess. I, heard I don't this know. From? Oh, I remember where I heard this from. Um, the Tim, the canceled Tim Burton Superman movie. Oh. There's okay. a Brainiac ship was going to crash land on Earth, and it was going to be filled with this thing called the Menagerie, which is all these different creatures from alien planets, and they were all going to break out. Maybe they stole that? Maybe. Because the script is available that online sounds now? A little, sounds a little similar to me. I don't know. It's got to be better than Cowboys versus Aliens, as long as it's better than that. I yeah. Mean. This cast oh, is more <laughs> yeah. impressive. Speed Anyone's... bump for John Favreau. Yeah, right? 
Yeah. Um, any big gamers here? The movie Borderlands is in production now. Huge cast for that. Kate Blanchett, Kevin Hart, Jamie Lee Curtis, um, Jack Black, and Janina Gavankar from True Blood. How the hell did they get the all those people show. to sign on to Borderlands? Are they all gamers? I know, actually, I know Jamie Lee Curtis actually is a gamer. Oh, okay. Makes me happy. I've heard she actually is a PC gamer. I've heard that. Do you have to be a gamer to be to be a part of this franchise? No, but it just, it just what would attract them to the project though is interesting. Big budget, big pay. It's know. Eli Roth. It's like he's he's not like the biggest name as the director. Yeah. It's shocking. I don't know. Maybe it is that big budget. I don't know. Yeah, but um, that should be really impressive. Um, Peter Dinklage is in the Toxic Avenger reboot. And they just uh, attached Jacob Tremblay, young actor from Room with Brie Larson. If you saw that, it was an incredible movie. It was, is yeah, it the still Sun. Trauma that's producing it? Who's producing it? Is it still Trauma that's producing it? I No. Uh, well, it's a reboot of Trauma Entertainment's um, yeah, well, saying, film. Are they it, still in, I don't, in I don't development with it? You know what? I'm not sure if they're attached. Do they typically? They don't typically do the big budget stuff, do they? No, they don't. I'm just saying, they, like, yeah. they involved in some way. I don't know. I don't think they are. You figure that you should have some loyalty to the original producers, right? Like, Lloyd Kaufman is, like, right down the street. Just go get him, please. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> just go uh, get him. The Star Trek movie uh, is in, produ- in pre-production now, uh, set for a 2023 release date, and this will be through J.J. Abrams and his Bad Robot label. Um, what happened to the Quentin Tarantino Star Trek movie? Thank that was you. To happen? Canceled. Canceled. Oh wow! I would love to see a rated R Star Trek or Star Wars movie. Oh and yeah. Quentin would have knocked that one out of the park or out of mm-hmm. the out of the space. Hundred percent. Um, that would have been phenomenal. Know. You know? As the only Star Trek hardcore Star Trek person here, I think. Right. Um, I I it would be interesting. I don't know if it'd be good. Uh, I would say the only reason I'd like to see a Tarantino Star Trek movie is because it's the only genre he's never tackled. Yes. So he said he's only doing ten movies and then he's retiring. The only sci-fi, the only genre he's ever done is science fiction. What number of films is he up to now? Nine. He's got one Nine. more. Yeah, and, one more, and he's done. I would be excited to see him do something sci-fi that wasn't part of I don't any know. franchise. Yeah, yeah. If he just did his own thing. I, I'd be preferable to that. Yeah. Yeah. Apparently, Carl Urban praised the script direct that, that Tarantino wrote. It, it, it is a done script. It's not. It's not released yet, but it is done. So, Oleg, you mentioned something. I think Alex? he was supposed to direct uh, Westworld, like a version of it, at some point, which mm. I think he would do a really good job with. But J.J. Yeah, Abrams that was can, that was canceled. Too. Yeah. Then they did a TV show. Yeah. Yeah. Which but got that, one good season. The rest of it's like terrible. A, that seems like a sci-fi like that he can actually do that that like works with his mm-hmm. aesthetic as well to me. Right. I mean, I don't, I don't see him doing Star Star Trek. That's that's like he's not a geek. Like, he's not like a well science he's a, nerd. He's a know? film geek. He's Everything film else, geek. like, but he, yeah, he's a, he's not a science. Yeah. With a foot, with a foot fetish. He's <laughs> got a really. Really Lord. weird foot fetish. The you Orion, the Orion slave girls get special treatment. Right. <laughs> Right, go. they even talked about it on the Oscars speech. We got Margot Wabi's feet. We got Margot Qualley's feet. Winstead, <laughs> Rosario Dawson. They're yep. they're all in Uma Thurman. Yep. They're all in there. Yeah. Who's yeah. hosting? Ooh. Who's hosting the um the Oscars this year? 
I think they're hostless this year. I think they're because gonna be hostless still, again. Which I like. There's no host. I like it when there's a host. Me too. Same. I like the monologue because the monologue is a chance for, especially when Ricky Gervais. He's my favorite monologue guy because he mm-hmm. he will rip into everybody. I don't think he's he hasn't done the Oscars though. He's he hasn't the Oscars, he but he Globes. does. He, but he, he is does, good. He kills it at the Golden Globes. I'm a big fan. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's great. Um, speaking of Star Trek, Sophia Batella who was in the Star Trek and the, the newer movies, uh, Jess. It's going to be in a sci-fi dystopian thriller called Settlers. Hmm. So that's another okay. thing to look out for. Um, and uh, upcoming other films in the non-genre, non-sci-fi superhero genre, include uh, a movie directed by the father director, which I think, Amy, you mentioned the father. Um, Florian Zeller's director of The Father, his next film is going to be called The Sun, and it stars Laura Dern and Wolverine himself, Hugh Jackman. Space, yeah, I was based, wondering what Hugh Jackman was doing. He kind of disappeared for a little while. Yeah. yeah. Love him. I, yeah, I love Laura on, Dern. Uh, yeah, I think those are two great, great great performers right there. Um, she was basically great. follows Jackman. Jackman's character is Peter who has a busy life with his new partner, Emma, as they care for the newborn baby. But then the life, their life is thrown in disarray when his ex-wife, Katie, played by Laura Dern, turns up with their teenage son, Nicholas. Okay. Mm. Family drama. Mm. I like Hugh when he's singing and dancing. <laughs> or when he's stabbing people with his three claws. There. Or that, yes. yes. Thank and you. Sadly, those days are over. Do you think his marriage? Do you think his marriage is like real, or do you think it's? Uh, oh, it's wow. totally real. <laughs> People have asked him that. I thought because yeah. she looks like his mother. I mean, I'm. I mean. Oh wow. I mean, what what would the advantage like, of it being a fake marriage be? <laughs> People have assumed that he's actually know. gay. Maybe he's yeah, gay. Maybe he's gay or something, and she's like, she's like a beard or something. I don't know. I mean, I mean, it's, 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 I mean, it's, 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 it's really it's, ageist of me to, like, say this, but... It, <laughs> I mean, if he's, if he's gay, who the hell cares? It's been established that right. Tom Hardy is actually bisexual. Who the fuck cares? Oh, like, I know. I know. And, I mean, and, like, what he does on Broadway or his musicals are, like, really gay. Yeah, so. Greatest Showman. Oh, so good. Yeah. yeah. Of course. Absolutely. Um, Shuri from Black Panther. Letitia Wright has a new movie. Uh, called Silent Twins. I'm guessing she's playing um, two roles as twins based on a book called The Silent Twins mm-hmm. by Marjorie Wallace. It's the haunting story of June and Jennifer Gibbons, twins from the only black family in a small town in Wales in the 70s. The only black family in Wales. Interesting. Is this, is this a true story? It's based on a book. Hmm. Yeah. Just saying. If it's yeah. based on a true story, then it got adapted into a book, then adapted into a film. That means it's right. like three separate, the like three place, places removed. Right. I mean, it's just, just interesting. Interesting. Yeah. And speaking movies uh, based on books, Ryan Gosling's next movie is called The Actor, simply The Actor. Mm-hmm. It's uh, based on a best-selling novel called Memory by Donald E. Westlake. And um, oh, yeah, have you heard of this one? I, I know Donald Westlake really well. He did um, uh, the Parker novels. You ever heard of the Parker books? I haven't. Uh, have you seen the film Payback with Mel Gibson? Oh, 
I heard about that. Sounds familiar. Yeah. Alex, they, I know you're not a fan of Mel Gibson, right? Not really, no. Yeah. Well, that was early Mel Gibson before he turned out to I be. I mean, when he was cute and young and not anti-Semite. I mean, at least we yeah. he was. Back before he became he was, crazy. Yeah. Yeah, they changed the character's name to Porter in that film as opposed to Parker. Okay. Um, but yeah, Donald Westlake, if that, mean, that means it's a crime book. Uh, yeah, I'm interested. Yeah. Okay. Very interesting. Very interesting. So let's shift over to a couple things going on in, in TV. Um, if you're a fan of Disney Plus, who here has watched the latest episode of Falcon and oh, Winter Soldier? I'm behind. <laughs> Jess, what did you think? I watched it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I really liked the first episode. I thought it was really good start. First episode was strong, very strong, and then the by preceding episode, ones. By episode four, man, goddamn, I'm snoozing, dude. Wow. I, it's the same problem as the Netflix TV shows, which is that there's so ma- there's more episodes than there is story. Mm-hmm. They're just like it's like a piece of taffy, and you pull it, and you pull it, and it gets thinner and thinner and thinner. Like everybody knows where everybody good is analogy. at all times. <laughs> Like there's no there's no drama there's no mystery everyone knows what they need to do so it's like they they well, know the bad guys have a serum they need to stop the bad guys that have the serum but then in episode mm-hmm. four they destroy the serum so there's no more threat. No, there so was two one, more episodes was, to go and I don't know what the hell. There else was to one vial that uh, Captain America picked up. That U.S. agent picked up, yeah. That why. First was. of all, okay, so who is that new Captain American guy? So, so yeah, John guy. Walker. Yeah. Played by Riot Russell. And trivia, he's the yeah. son of, of Kurt Russell and Goldie Hawn, if you didn't know. Um, oh, that's right. He looks like them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or, he does. nepotism from Kurt Russell and Goldie Hawn. Go ahead. Yep. And he's got a murderous streak to him, if you watched the final few minutes of the episode. Yeah, I did. I did. Was I that a yeah. WTF <laughs> moment or what? If, if you <laughs> wanted a more perfect visual of like what people think of America at this point, it's the... Yeah. Symbol of Captain America holding the bloody shield after he's bludgeoned a guy to death in the middle of a street. It, and what's that Garth? Mar- what's that Garth Marenghi quote? I know writers that use subtext, and all of them are fucking cowards. <laughs> it's like it's so like blunt and in the face the he's entire like time. Homelander from the boys. But why couldn't oh, have you seen that photo I posted of what Homelander? I like, think I holding- saw it from your yeah. Yeah, it's like it's like that's it. It's just Homelander in the Marvel universe. It's all it is. Why didn't no. they hire? Why didn't they hire the Captain America, the, the hot one? They wanted the, the, one. <laughs> the hot one. Clearly, you have gone. not seen End- post Endgame. You haven't seen He's gone. Endgame. Oh, like have you? You have not watched Endgame. You gotta oh, watch he Endgame. Right. He, he died. He died, right? No, he did not die. He just he he went, he's now ninety years old. <laughs> he went back to nineteen forty and got Endgame, to live out the rest of his life with whatever her name was. Right. Oh, that's right. He went back into the past. Yes. And then he shows and, up as old him. He gave up his powers, right? Or something like that. Yeah. And then he okay, shows up right. looking like Joe Biden. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> right. That's right. You got to admit, he looked like Joe Biden in the last moments of his that's So I have seen the memes. <laughs> yeah. So, so wait, yeah. so will this guy be the Captain America from now on in the movies well, too? I hope they, not. They got rid of um, Sam Wilson eventually took up the shield in the comics. Could so it's, this is the this is the Could bridging be. point to get to Sam Wilson being the new Captain America. And you think it's going to happen? 
Oh, yeah, sure. of course, of course it is. It's definitely going to happen. Okay. Yeah, of course it is. Um, in the comics, if Captain America, Steve Rogers was the "Let's go get him, boys!" like post pre World War II mentality of America, John Walker, the U.S. agent, is is the post World War mentality of America, going, "Hey, what the fuck you looking at?" It's that Vietnam era, like in your face, get the fuck out of my way. Like I'm, I know what to do. Get the fuck out of my way mentality. That you know, it's 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 uber right America, basically is what that Captain America is supposed to symbolize. Wow, interesting. Yeah. Didn't even yeah. think about it that it's way. It's the but might makes right mentality of America. Now, what about the um, the reveal that Bucky's Sebastian Stan's vibranium arm has a built-in failsafe? Wait, so no one... Sam Wilson is going to be he? But isn't he the Hawk character now? Isn't he the like? Falcon. He's the Falcon character. Eventually, he's, Falcon he, character. he's, he's both. Eventually, he's both. But don't you need to take that serum to become Captain America? Or? Apparently not, because they okay. gave him, they gave John Walker the shield before he had a serum. So why, how the hell does he get his powers from? Why is he so powerful? He got a serum in the previous episode. But why was he made Captain America before the serum? Because he had like three medals of honor, and he was like the most perfect soldier that they could find. Okay. They didn't. They didn't have a serum available because no one was working on the program. They were work. Mm-hmm. It was some random scientist in Madripoor that was working on it in secret. They'd outlawed the program. So they're basically so, going to kill off uh, the son of uh, Russell and Goldie Hawn. Well, we don't know that. I doubt they'll kill mm-hmm. him off because he's a good character. You know, it's good to have him around. Mm-hmm. So. Who knows? Just know, they'll, they'll, we they'll just, just know he's a murderer. They'll, they'll just demote <laughs> him from Captain America and make him something else. Or... They'll make him Sergeant America. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> That's well, good. All right. Now, now, will they give the serum to Sam it, when he, he clearly needs the serum to become well, Captain there's America? There's no more left. I don't know. There's okay. one left. There's one left. Remember? He yeah, John Walker took it. <laughs> That's oh, why he was mean, beating oh, the fuck out of those guys in the previous episode. Okay. He just bent that yeah. bar. Yeah, he took it. Wait, we don't know. They could find another vial next I don't know. Because, I mean, How the wings, the wings is what gives Sam his abilities. Without the wings, he's just like any other guy. But imagine the wings with the superhero ser- superhuman syndrome, uh, serum in it. Oh, okay. There you now, go, both. <laughs> now we're talking. Yeah. So yeah. is he going to be still Captain America? Is he going to be flying around as Captain America? Is he going to keep the wings, you think? Yeah, he does that in the comics. Oh, that's what happened. Because oh, I, don't, I don't read the comics. I just watch yeah, it's, the it's fine. <laughs> it's, <laughs> any anytime they ever say like, "Oh, Sam Wilson's going to be Captain America for a long time" in the comics, mm-hmm. they just it's a stopgap in order. Yeah. To, they they give Steve Rogers a break, and then they eventually bring back Steve Rogers as the as Cap again. They, these characters don't really change that much. Like they killed Wolverine like four years ago, and then like two years ago they brought him back. Like, he outright just died by getting covered in adamantium and just freezing into a statue. Nah, he came back. How'd he come back? Doesn't matter. <laughs> Doesn't matter. So, what I alluded to earlier about uh, Bucky, uh, Winter Soldier's arm. Apparently, oh, there's a weakness, a built-in failsafe yeah. weakness so hot. that nobody knew about. Um, I actually liked this episode because Sebastian Stan is actually in it. And I liked... I like this whole series because Sebastian Stan is in it. Of course, you like Sebastian. He's he's like one of the hottest <laughs> actors. He's like one of the hottest actors there. Right Did you now. see he, his recent he, Instagram post where he shows his butt? 
No. <gasps> I need to I need to go. I'm gonna Oh go. my god, you have that right it. now. I mean, he's so I don't hot. even follow him and I saw that. <laughs> and his metal arm is really, really hot too. I'm like really into it. Oh my gosh. <laughs> That's the only reason, Oleg, you're watching. Or Alex, sorry. Not, no, not actually me. it's not it's not bad. At least it's better than um WandaVision, which I just couldn't stomach. I, I don't know. I'm the opposite. I, I, it. I really enjoyed yeah, it. I haven't either. I, I just I really liked it. I just I, thought I it was like, like I like WandaVision except for the last episode. I was just like, why am I watching like Bewitched or mixed with I Love Lucy? Like I <laughs> I'm I'm tuning in. I'm they tuning get in to it. Like, they eventually explain it. I don't want to wait. I don't want to wait until oh, the last come on. episode. Oh, you have no sense of patience. I know. Thank you. Hey, spoiled, that is coming from the guy who spoiled people. He's already giving up on Falcon <laughs> and the soldier. Yeah. So I accurate. like it because you also had like people like th- that woman from Wakanda appeared. Was she actually in the movie, the uh, the original yeah, movie? Yeah, she, yeah, yeah, she's, I, in, I, yeah. she's in I Civil I War. Her, yeah. She's in Infinity War. Yeah, she's in all of them. She's in she's in uh, Black Panther. Yeah, she's in all I, of them. I like that they're actually like I mean that they that they show their superpowers and they're pretty high tech and it's like the the special effects are pretty good for television series yeah. and pretty much the same as the movie. So you're right. It is yeah. stretched out. It is really stretched out. Like it's not as compact as it is in the movie. Mm-hmm. That's basically the only reason I tune into it is so that I could watch like the special effects. I mean, what, <laughs> yeah. what, other, what other value is there? <laughs> what other value? Um, <laughs> it, it's, it's a shame because they were hyping this thing up as being like a buddy comedy, like a lethal weapon yeah, or something and, like that. It's yeah. very dry. There's not a lot of comedy. It's it's. I was hoping for like more banter fan. between these two guys, like going yeah, back and, no and most yeah, of it's yeah. Most of it's just like plot, 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 plot. It's like, can we just stop and just have these guys just bitching with each other for like five minutes? But I, I thought that the good, the, the interesting thing about the movies, the comic book movies, is that like in a lot of them, they're sort of like making fun of themselves and like it's like they're. It's like when they talk, it's like they make fun of themselves and yeah. each other, and like mm-hmm. as if, as if they're sort of, it's kind of meta, like as if they know that they're not really superheroes, they're just playing them. That's how it feels. So, so there is this, but you're right, there isn't this quality in the series. They take themselves really seriously. Yeah, this, so. yeah. It, 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 the best scene in like Avengers: Age of Ultron is the, uh, the lift the hammer scene. The uh, when they're all trying to get together and oh, they're, yes. they're drinking that's and they're trying to favorite. lift the hammer like yes. there's no fighting there's that's nobody fun. punching that's a fun it's, drinking game amongst yeah super. it's just like it's just funny yeah just Who hanging can out just hammer. yeah people tune into these these films for the characters because they want to see these yes. people interacting like yes. it's not the visual effects everybody tunes in for because you can find that anywhere it's the well, characters it's these particular people playing off of each other and i don't think well, that the shows have really taken advantage of that did you know just that the upcoming she hulk series on disney plus will She-Hulk. be a superhero comedy series so Thank we're gonna get god they're gonna go the early 80s comic book route of she hulk when it was more comedy based mm. and tatiana maslani who's amazing um if you've seen her in orphan black she's going to be yeah. playing she hulk and they just attached renee elise goldsberry um and Isn't no Charlie Cox supposed to show up in like a cameo on that show. I believe so. Yeah. And yeah. I think they're trying up. to merge the Netflix stuff back over. Not only that, just, but also in the upcoming Spider-Man film mm. the upcoming one. Dave. Yeah. He's Spider-Man's lawyer. Yeah. Yes. 
So they're already tying that one in. So that's pretty exciting. Um, and McKenna Grace and Lexi Underwood were, are going to st- star in their own standalone episodes of the upcoming Disney Plus anthology series called Just Beyond. So it's based on the R.L. Stein graphic novels of the same name. Mm. Anyone familiar with those graphic novels? The R.L. Stein graphic novels? No. Um, it's familiar. Yeah. Just another big series over on uh, Disney Plus. And a couple more uh, things before we take our break. Um, well, we already talked a lot about Justice League already, so we don't need to go into that, but it's interesting. We've covered it. We've covered it. Um, <laughs> Natalie Portman's going to be in an HBO film called The Days of Abandonment. Um, and Ooh. basically she plays a woman who abandoned her own dreams for a stable home life and is in, in turn abandoned by her husband. Her world is thrown off its axis. Very vague description, but uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> but it's <laughs> uh, but I yeah. feel like there's a lot of people that can relate to that. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, the last thing I have on HBO is Warrior. This is a was an exciting show on Cinemax, which was um, produced by uh, Shannon Lee, Bruce Lee's daughter, and um, it was an original idea from Bruce Lee. It had Two seasons on Cinemax. HBO Max is picking up for season three. So that's yeah. uh, some I good. Watched, I watched. I watched a few episodes. It's very good. If you want to see good fight scenes on television, oh, yeah. it's it's genuinely good. Like if like, I guess we could go into like the Mortal Kombat movie that's coming out pretty soon. Apparently, that's yes. getting praised for the fight scenes. Like big wide shots, not a lot that's, of fast editing. It's just... Mortal Kombat. It has to have great kickass. Yeah. Research, oh right? yeah. It's you know? violence. Like, thankful, thankfully, it's violence. Thank you. Right. You did the thing. Yeah. Finish him. Did we? Did we lose Amy? Where she go? Yeah, we're. Oh, oh there you are. are. Sorry, guys. <laughs> uh, Amy, if you hang on, just a couple more things, and we're gonna take our break, and then we're gonna. Um, I know you're busy as heck, so. Uh, um, just a couple more things, and we'll take a break and and say goodbye. That, that's your uh, perception of me. I'm busy. <laughs> that's not. <nice. laughs> <laughs> I mean, I we do. have a second half if you want to stick around. But I, I know no, she's no, like, I was trying to quit my web browser and I accidentally quit. Sky, uh, so I was like, shit. Uh, <laughs> you're a celebrity. I know how it is. <laughs> uh, all right. Um, we So moving on to Netflix. Netflix. Say that quickly. <laughs> uh, we already talked about the upcoming uh, Army of the Dead, so we can skip that. But Cheryl looks awesome. I, I mean, Again. Good choice of music, I guess. Good, you know. they they pulled out the zombies raping people because that's thank thank not, you. <laughs> not really welcome, but um, now there's actually a really cool um, well, it's a live action adaptation of a popular anime series called Gundam. You familiar with that? Oh, gee, I saw this. Yeah. Um, yes. Yeah. Yes. I mean, good luck adapting that lore. <laughs> yeah. So it's Jordan. That's- 40 Rock. years of lore you're going to try to cram into a movie. Good luck. Yeah, Jordan Vaught Roberts, who directed Kong Skull Island. Will that guy has enough person. trouble trying to adapt the Metal Gear Solid movie, trying to cram that lore into two hours. Good luck. Yeah. Good luck, dude. Interesting <laughs> choice of... Uh, I've never seen it. What, what do you know about that lore? Is it a- uh, Gundam, it's a lot of big robots punching each other. Mm. That's all I know. <laughs> it's, it's all so I it's know. Like, 
almost like Transformers without the transforming. It's a, yeah, Transformers, but not as dumb. Okay. Not as dumb. That's I not mean, a really you know stellar review there. It's got a it's got a good poster already. It's kind of cool, I guess. I have a feeling Amy's a fan of Bridgerton. Are you? I I am. Would that be a would it be a fair guess? Okay. <laughs> I don't know. I just, I, I thought, you said that was like you were so ashamed of it. Like, yeah, <laughs> are you happy that's been renewed for season three and four before the second season even started shooting? I am not familiar with the books, but um, it, it sounds like they were just they're following the books. Each book focuses yeah. on a different sibling of the Bridgerton family. Um, I don't know why people were so surprised that Regage on Page is not going to be in the second season. I guess I was surprised he wasn't going to be in it at all, it yeah. sounds like. But he's def- he was never going to be the focus of it. I-, I just don't think anyone was expecting that he was going to They want to stay true, true to the books. And they yeah, true I don't think anyone books. was expecting yeah. that he was going to turn to this superstar overnight um, with men and women all over the world <laughs> having that reaction. You know, uh, people love a British black man. <laughs> he is hot. He's hot. He's That's like a thing. <laughs> like he might people me on Instagram. Like an Idris Elba. Uh, Daniel he follows you on Instagram. He does. What's his name? Uh, Finn Girl, from, that from on your John ride. Boyega. You know. He's never messaged me back. <laughs> Once they follow you, they can see your messages. They're, I mean, that they have. Oh yeah, no, I can message him at any time. Yeah, he's never yeah. messaged me ever. Wait, was he, he on the dating app? Was he anything, on the dating app too? Him, yeah. He's never messaged me back, know. which I kind of get to. You I got mean, you, I, you have several you have several celebrities following you, don't you? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's pretty cool. It is. It is. That is very cool. But uh, yeah, I as <laughs> back to Bridgerton though. I did really enjoy watching that first season. Um, I'm looking forward to the yeah, next one. Uh, the next Netflix thing I'm excited for though is the latest serial killer docu-series on <laughs> the uh, son of sam what why oh, is God. this like a thing i've noticed like a lot of people i know are really obsessed with these serial killer documentaries yeah. and it's usually women that are obsessed with these things that's thing. true it's really you, weird it has okay so i last couple months i got discovery plus and they have a lot of true crime shows on there. I've been watching this one called like Fair Confidential or something. It's not on anymore, but every single episode is on a different true crime thing. Some of it's murder, some of it's like corporate crime. And uh, it has really, really brought down my already low opinion of men <laughs> because oh, they're all, wow. almost all of them that they're showing are these male criminals. It's like, I can't trust anyone. <laughs> Oh my god! These wow. people living these secret yes. lives, but I, I definitely, it, it's certainly a, a guilty pleasure to have these obsessions with these uh, serial killer documentaries. But it's, I'm kind of interested in it from an acting perspective too. Of just like, this is a type of person who is pretty much the exact opposite of me, and like, what, what makes this person tick? Why do they do these things? And interesting there is part of me that is i am i guess a little guilty thinking of like i'm I'm taking this entertainment value over actual horrible things that have happened to people and affected real lives mm. uh, it's awful it's absolutely I mean, some of these things it's, it's you know bodies ending up in barrels and people getting hacked to bits and raped and it's awful 
and I love it. I love it. There's a whole, there was a whole thing because I actually like looked into this because I was like, why do so many of my friends that are like mothers and like, you know, these normal jobs. And I'm like, something's wrong with y'all. Cause like, I don't like that stuff. Like I have like a fear. Like if I watch something scary, like I feel like it's going to come to life. Like I would always have, even though I loved Game of Thrones, I would always have nightmares of the dragons or the white walkers <laughs> same thing same thing with true blood i was like okay. turning into a vampire like whatever so like i don't watch any of that but there was a whole there's a study and an article about how women mainly you know women who are like say like their jobs are safe and they've got a safe environment they get this it's like this escapist thing for them to watch these stories even though they're true because it's like it's like nothing that they would ever encounter or anything that's ever would happen in their life but then it's like it's like well right and then a lot of them say that too they're like oh this is what i need to watch in case you know something ever happens and i'm like good god woman (laughs) like (laughs) i have friends that'll be like well i need to watch because when i go on a date you know if he shows these signs and i'm like well that's hopeful (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> I think there's a, a Patton Oswalt bit about this, about how his wife yeah. wouldn't, would watch like the most horrible, disgusting stuff. Yes. And it was like, we went to go see the good, bad and the ugly and we had to leave because she said it was too violent. And then we get home, she turns on a true crime show on A&E and it's like the amount of semen found within the chest cavity was like, Jesus Christ, woman. What's wrong with you? Lord, no. <laughs> so yeah, one, well, there's a one Son more, of Sam one coming out. I'm excited. Son of Sam, <laughs> excited. And one more Netflix before we news bit before we go. Benedict Cumberbatch has a series on Netflix called The 39 Steps. Mm, um, wait, like a Hitchcock movie? movie? Well, uh, <laughs> it's, there you it's, go. It's, <laughs> it's a limited it's series. On list it's, it's on my other podcast list of films to talk about because okay. we do well, comparisons of originals and remakes, and that's on the list. Well, this so. is a limited series um, based on the 1915 John Buchan novel, um, which will reunite Cumberbatch and Edward Berger, um, who will I'm be out. directing this, um, and who last worked on the Showtime series, Patrick Melrose. So, um, hmm. it's, it's okay. So it's okay. So there's a Hitchcock, Hitchcock tie-in. Yeah. It's already been adapted several times, most famously by Alfred Hitchcock in 1935. Um, Buckman's original spy thriller take, takes place before the outset of world war one, centering on Richard Hannay, a man who comes into possession of a key to a global conspiracy and goes on the run. So that's basically the yeah. plot line for that. But yes, that is accurate um, assumption on both both of you. So technically adapted twice by Hitchcock. Exactly. Because he did the Man Who Knew Too Much was a was a remake of his own movie. Yep. He remade his own film. Yeah. yeah. Well, I think now is a good time to take a classic cut break, grab another cocktail, and uh, I, we're saying goodbye to. Amy LeJoie, who was amazing on our show. Thank you so much for being not only a guest, but also a guest co-host. Well, thank which... you for having me. And this has taught me that I need to actually watch more like Marvel and DC movies. Because I had 
I, I need to as well. <laughs> I do have Disney Plus, so maybe I'll give some of these shows a try. I wouldn't They're like, all there. They're all there. I wouldn't like go out of like, my way. Serial killer documentaries, of yeah. course. I, I wouldn't like go out of my way to watch them. Be like, if they're if you're having like a Saturday afternoon where you're like, yeah, I'm bored. Yeah, I'll throw on Iron Man. Sure, why not? <laughs> I have seen Iron Man. At least the first one. <laughs> okay. Amy, go. before we let you go, anything else you want to promote or plug? I know you have some special masks that you're selling, right? Oh yeah, I, I have merchandise now on on a uh, on oh. Redbubble. Um, people wanted some. You're like, I w- I would love to have this on a T-shirt. And I was like, okay, well, I'll make it. Uh, yeah, I am on Redbubble. People just want to search for my name. Uh, there, uh, make sure it's from me as the seller because I saw like as soon as I was on Redbubble, there's some weird people like across the planet who make T-shirts that just say my name on it, and those aren't me. <laughs> wow. But some great messages. Check it out. We'll check it well, out. That's that's a wrap. I think was one of the messages. All kinds of. There really you go. Cool. I, I just like, followed you on Twitter. Face masks. Uh, they kind yes. of vary in quality. Uh, I don't make the actual mask. Some of them I would recommend if people wanted the uh, the two layer one. That's a good mask if you just have like a throwaway mask. Uh, maybe you could wear that one over it for extra protection. But otherwise, that actual mask honestly isn't that great. <laughs> Amy, you're wonderful. Oh, yeah. You mean they can give you you're selling masks that can give you COVID, you mean? <laughs> Stop. I'm just saying oh. on, maybe get the uh, the three layer one. And I know this from my own experience too. As uh, I mean I, I have to buy my own merchandise through them. Uh so I've I've invested money in my own <laughs> advertising. Right. Right. Uh, yeah, so I just noticed, you know, I'm I'm a customer as well, and I just noticed a difference in their mask quality, and uh, we want to be safe uh, before we all get vaccinated. That's the mask mm. here. Vaccinated people. Awesome. Bye, Thank nice. Amy. Thanks Me so much too. for joining Bye, us yeah. on BTP so and uh, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. <clears throat> follow you, right, Amy Lajoie. All, yes. all the things. All the things. All the things. Amy, have a good night. <laughs> all right. Thanks, Amy.